Welcome to another Folk Roots Radio. I'm Jan Hall, and it's great to be back with another episode. On this show, we like to bring you the best in folk roots, Americana, singer-songwriters and blues, alongside some great artist interviews. We have another great interview for you today because we're going to be joined by Northeastern Ontario singer-songwriter Mimi Obonzawin, who joins us to chat about her latest release, Willow, a lovely album. And it was an absolute joy to have Mimi join us on the show to chat about this great new project. And as always, we wrap up the rest of the episode with more of the latest new releases. And this time around, they are all from female artists. And we're starting off this way. From our upcoming release, Champagne Problems, this is Jen Grant with the beautiful How I Loved You. This is a song she wrote with Hannah Georges, and it also features Amy Milan on vocals. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall. It's great to have you with us today. Thank you. 
in the mood for something sweet You're crying in your kitchen And you're about to fix your something sweet Yeah Ain't no butter in a pantry Ain't no sugar for your tree, no There's cracks in a mixing bowl Ain't no drywood for the stove Sugar daddy, baby, is gonna save you. That man come back around, you know, it ain't no frosting on your cake. You got so much love, it's all you need to be. Something in your cookie jar, baby. I said the rain left for sun. It left a little something in your jar. Don't you save it for the devil. You gotta wish it on a star. No sugar daddy, baby. So bad, you know, it take the pastry off your plate. You got so much love, it's all you need to bake. You got so much love, it's all you need to bake. This is Karen Morand, and you're listening to Folk Roots Radio with my friend, Jan Hall. Thank you. 
Welcome back to Folk Roots Radio. You just listened to Carrie Powers with her latest single, Shake and Bake, a song Carrie describes as a modern blues anthem for the independent woman, with a nod to blues greats like Bessie Smith and Memphis Minnie. Before that, Saskatoon's Eliza Mary Doyle, who was formerly the banjo player with the Dead South, with Acting Strange from her second solo album, Pretty Strange. And in the background, it's Vancouver-based multi-instrumentalist Alison Jenkins as Little Fox, with Home Is Where You Are from her excellent Americana EP, Ghost In This House. Next up, Mimi Obonswin joins us to chat about her latest release, Willow. But before we get there, from the new album, this is Where My Roots Grow. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall. Enjoy. Oh, 
That's northeastern Ontario singer-songwriter Mimi Obonsawin with Where My Roots Grow from her latest album, Willow. Mimi Obonsawin has Franco-Ontarian and Abenaki roots from Odenak First Nation and has a deep connection to the earth and the land. And her music and this beautiful album really reflects that. To learn more about her music and this great new project, we're pleased to welcome Mimi Obonsawin to Folk Roots Radio. It's great to have you join us today. Kwai, kwai. Thank you so much for having me here. Well, I love the album. And, you know, you're someone that I've always wanted to talk to because one of the things I love is the the passion you bring to your music. Now, I know that's not the only thing you're passionate about, and we'll definitely get to that a little later in the interview. But what I'd like to do at the start, though, is let's Let's wind the clock back and talk about how you got started in music, because I think you've been making music in some form or other since you were fairly little, right? You're right. You're right. Exactly. Um, So this is my sixth album, and I've been making music. Apparently, I was singing and performing before I could even speak. So music has always been a big part of my life. I think because I come from such a big family, I always had an audience. So I'm really lucky that way. And then I started working on my first record when I was in grade 12 in high school. So it's it's been a long journey of, um, you know, talent shows when I was younger, uh, singing at, you know, various events. And then I started performing my original music when I was about 15 and it kind of blossomed from there. So the new album is Willow. Uh, when I look at the beautiful album cover that has your log home, which I can see in the background on this video interview... I get the feeling that you're very settled in your life just now. Is that a reasonable thing to say? Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. So we moved to this cute little log home about two and a half years ago. Uh, It was a pandemic move and we had been living in Toronto before that. Because I'm from Northern Ontario and I kind of grew up in a landscape that's, you know, very forested. I grew up really isolated from our neighbors. So I was kind of like a free roam child. Coming here and finding this house is really familiar. So we've definitely anchored ourselves into this little little woods in the little log home and we just have it all set up to make music. So it kind of feels it feels good. It feels settled for sure. Do you think that has come through in the album? I mean, you've called it Willow. I mean, a lot of the songs, you know, speak to the connection with the land. And I know that's very important for anyone with a First Nations heritage to to recognize that. I often wish that everybody felt that, but we know they mm-hmm. unfortunately don't and not at the moment. So it's always a pleasure for me to talk to people who feel that. But let's talk about your vision for the album. Yeah, so I think um, I'm, I'm the kind of person who really likes to tell my own stories and to share my own perspectives in an authentic way. So when I, you know, plan to make an album, I want it to, well, more and more as I'm becoming more comfortable and set in my own skill set, I'm able to kind of reflect myself, my thoughts, my ideas more authentically. So I I think of this album as a welcome to our universe. My husband and I, Ryan Sherman, you know, we recorded all of it here. So it's, it's very, I think, transparent to what kind of people we are. And of course, the land has always been, just like music has always been a really strong force and, and theme in my life wasn't so much about like, let's have, you know, some people have concept albums, which I love. And some people like to weave common themes throughout all their songs, which I also love. But for me, I'm very much a collector. I like to collect things 
and stories and instruments and and feelings and then I just kind of bring them all together and I think naturally there is that common thread that comes through but to not have that expectation I think allows for more space and creativity maybe. No, it certainly comes through and you, you know, when you pick up the album and I guess this is a good opportunity for me to say, you know, if you like Mimi's music, if you want to support her, please please consider buying the album because it is beautifully laid out. I love love lyrics I can read in a CD that are easy to read. It's a pleasure to hold and a pleasure to listen to. So uh, if you're out there and you, you like Mimi, please consider supporting her music, especially in this strange times where streaming seems to have taken over everything. Not quite everything in radio yet. It's true. And I think because I'm I'm old school, I like to be able to hold something. So when we made this album, it's more than just the music. It's, you know, top to bottom, cover to cover. We wanted to kind of put art as much as we could into this record. So thanks for saying that. <laughs> oh, that certainly comes through. Let's talk about that song we played to start things off, Where My Roots Grow. You know, this this really brings in that concept of, you know, how connected you are. It's got that wonderful line in it, I found paradise where my roots grow. Tell us a little bit about this song. Yeah, so this is a song, like many um, songs on this album, that we got to arrange in front of a live audience. We played these songs on the road for a couple of years so that we could really see what works in front of an audience. And I love composing in that way. But I wrote this song soon after I moved from Northern Ontario to Toronto. And I realized how important Northern Ontario, that landscape is to me and how I carry that with me everywhere that I go and in everything that I do. And I really think uh, Northern Ontario is underrated. People don't know it enough. And it's the most beautiful place in the world. And I've been places. Um, and I'm not just saying that because I'm from there. But we have these amazing waters and waterfalls and trees and ancient rocks. It's really a beautiful land. So this is kind of my ode to Northern Ontario. Um, maybe my thank you and also recognizing that, you know, I carry my roots wherever I go. So I want to make sure that I represent my communities in, in a good way. I want to dip back into the album and play another song now. We're going to play Wish I Was a Farmer. Now, I know you're, you know, very connected to the land. And I gather you you try and grow a lot of your own food. Is that right? That's right. And I, I mean, if you can see my nails, they're covered in dirt because I was just digging in my garden maybe 20 minutes before this call. When we moved here, we realized that growing food was really important to us. So we grow about 50% now, which is really great. And for me, the, the link between growing food and recording and writing songs is really similar. It kind of pulls on, on that creative string in the same way where you have these little seeds and you nurture them. And then they kind of take a life of their own and they become something that you get to share. So seeds and music are, are two really important things in my life. And I wrote... I wish I was a farmer. Before we moved here, we had been spending a lot of time on the road. You know, I always wanted to be on the road playing shows. And then when you're in that, all you want to do is be at home tending to flower. So there's a bit of that, you know, that tension between the things that I wanted. And finally, I feel like I have the roots to be able to do both. So I call it my manifestation song because I kind of put it out there and then we moved. <laughs> Wish I was a farmer, digging in a field, planting some flowers in the middle of nowhere. 
to Folk Roots Radio with Jan Hall. That's Mimi Obanzawin with Wish I Was a Farmer from her wonderful new album, Willow. Mimi Obanzawin's our special guest on Folk Roots Radio today. She's sitting, I know it's a video call and we're on the radio, so I'm going to have to describe this to you, but she's sitting in this, what looks like the upstairs of a wonderful log cabin home. Now, the interesting thing about this home is I gather that's where they actually recorded Willow. Is that right, Mimi? That's right. Yeah. So this is my office where we also turn it into the vocal booth. So the album is created in our living room, which has been converted into studio. Because when you're a musician, you don't really need a living room. You just need somewhere to put all your drums and your things. The main living part of our house is filled with instruments and recording gear. And that's where we recorded Willow. And I think it's just you and Ryan Sherman on this album. And Ryan's your partner. It's just the two of you actually playing everything on this album. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. And um, I'm really lucky because Ryan's able to support me in, in ways that, you know, like you can have a vision, but you can't have all the skill set. So it, we work really well together because he's really good at mixing and recording and drums and percussion. And then we work together on a lot of things. It's really fun to be able to work in that, that way because I have worked in studios 
you know, where there's a lot of people moving around and sometimes I'm either too shy or I'm not always comfortable. So this feels like our, our little sanctuary where you can try new things. You can, you know, challenge each other and, and it's a safe, creative space. So I really enjoyed making music here in that way. Did you realize that when you moved to to this home that it would be a perfect place to to actually make music and record there? I mean, was that something that you wanted to do before you went there? Or was it something that you found, you know, often you go into a new place and you think, oh, wow, this is amazing. This is where yeah. I need to be. Did it have that feel for you? It definitely did. And it's so funny because we ended up finding this place and kind of sealing the deal before we actually saw it in person because if you remember two and a half years ago the housing market was all over the place and you kind of had to jump on whatever you could find so prior to this we were living in a church which was really amazing you know acoustics to record drums and and it had that big echo but sometimes that big echo would be hard to work with so we'd have to like build a little closet to work in and then when we walked in here, I mean, my logs are almost 200 years old and it's it's tight and it's damp and it just feels, you know, like a, a, a soft canvas for sound. So when we walked in here, we definitely felt lucky and it was like, yes, the studio's going here and the drums are going there and they haven't moved since. Let's talk about songwriting because I think there's 14 songs on this album. I love what you said before. You said... Yeah, we workshop these songs on the road. Is is that your typical style of working now that you like to, to start a song and then put it out there into the world and see what comes back from it? I've I've always been that way where I write something, I always want to share it on a stage first. So the album we did before this uh, was an instrumental album called Fiddleheads and Ferns. And I think when we're workshopping instrumental music, you know, scoring or composing, that we do in the studio kind of, on the fly. So that kind of draws on my my songwriting in a different way. But when it comes to my songwriting, my stories that I want to share, I'd say for the most part, uh, we've arranged them in front of an audience. We've played them. People have heard them. And, and, you know, they kind of, I really think that songs are alive. The more you play them, the more they kind of settle in their roots and find their own groove and find their own parts. So, so because I get to also tour with my husband and we work together in the studio, we're able to kind of always be workshopping and tweaking these songs. So I think it also depends on, on the project. It, it's kind of fun that way. I think everybody has their own, their own way of writing songs and, and finding the parts that need to be in there. And for me, it includes people. <laughs> well, I think also it comes across as being very authentic. And again, that goes back to when I you know picked up the the CD version of the album. I mean, you, yeah, I mean, you just feel the authenticity when you you look at it. And then the fact that I did love, and I think I might have mentioned this before, but the way that you actually, you didn't just, you know, you said, look, you know, we played everything live in our own studio. You know, we weren't using any digital on online instruments or anything like that. These are all instruments that we were playing ourselves. And I think it was pretty much you just came together and played. I mean, it sounds very organic, very authentic. You know, and a lovely way to make music. A lot of people don't make music like that anymore. Yeah, and I think the music that I listen to, the music that I love is human. I mean, I love electronic music. I love dance music sometimes. And I think of, you know, Buffy St. Marie, who's one of my favorite artists in her music. You can hear her breath. You can hear her voice. I think of all the artists that I listen to, and there's that human element. So maybe, you know, that's just kind of how I relate to music. I think 
I I looked for you know my voice and and being able to to play my instruments on my albums. It took a lot of time because my first two or three records, I you know I was working with a team and I kind of had to let a lot of things go, which was great because I learned a lot. But I think as I'm getting older and more comfortable behind my instrument and with my voice, I, I kind of want to just share them the way that they are. And I think another thing that's really important to us is to listen to what the song needs. Sometimes we added a whole bunch of stuff and it's like, actually, I think it's better if we take it away. So the songs will tell you what they need in the studio. And, and I love being able to, to connect to our music that way. I want to go back to the album, play another track. I'd like to play the title track. Now, someone told me that this was the track that I needed to be playing because it just has such beautiful lyrics. And this lyric especially, if I'm going to be who I want to be, I better start by accepting me. The person who was telling me about this song said, oh, you've just got to play this song on the radio because it's fabulous. Tell us a little bit about the track Willow. Thank you. Uh, that's so sweet. So Willow is actually the song that I've had for the longest. I think I even wrote that song before I met my husband, Ryan. What I love about songwriting and, and when you kind of get into the flow is sometimes songs come through and you you hear these truths and, and you hear these things that you needed to hear. So at that time in my life, I, I think I needed to, to hear those things and I needed to find my footing and, and find confidence. So that's where the medicine, I think, is when it comes to music. It's also at the same time that I was learning about uh, working with the land and foraging and, and the willow also holds a lot of healing qualities. That's where aspirin comes from and it's good for pain. So I think all of these things coming together kind of felt really powerful. So it's very much the seed that started this album. It's so funny because it's also the song that was the most difficult to record just because I was never really ready to let go of it until now. So a song that I've sat with for so many years, I've sang so many times, is the most challenging to do in the studio. It's, it's just funny how that happens. <laughs>
That's Mimi Abonsawin with Willow, the title track from her wonderful new album. Mimi Abonsawin is our special guest on Folk Roots Radio today. And, you know, she's just so wonderful. She's so enthusiastic about everything. I just think it's fabulous. Uh, your live shows must be lots of fun, aren't they? Oh, my gosh. Yes. Yes. I think the stage is my favorite place. I don't know why I've always just been like that. I just love being able to share with people. And to be able to, I now introduce Ryan as my husband. He does so much on stage. And it's just, you know, we have rhythm that drives and and people that sing and people that dance and sometimes cry. And we all kind of get into this, this medicine mode. And it's just a lot of fun. And it's usually just the two of you. Do you ever play with other people or is it typically just the, the two performing together? Yeah. So for a long time, it was just the two of us. And we worked really hard to make us sound like a band, even though we were just two people. And then this new album release tour, we just wrapped up. We added somebody to our band who is Buffy St. Marie's guitar player, Anthony King. We met him last summer while we were playing some shows. And he's like, hey, if you guys ever want to add somebody to your band, I love your music. I'd love to play with you. And he just quickly became part of our family, our musical family. So it was really amazing having him on the road with us. He adds so much to uh, our live show to make it sound more like the album because the album has so many different layers going on that we can only do so much as two people. Um, so to have that, you know, amplify what we're doing and, and have his good energy on stage, it's it's a lot of fun. Yeah, no, the album is wonderful. I, I say I, I can't speak highly enough about it. What happens now? What are you working on at the moment? What plans do you have for the coming months? So we have a, an awesome summer tour. We have shows all across Canada, different festivals, different concert series. So I'm looking forward to that. And we're also wrapping up our French album, which we're going to be putting out uh, later this year, probably in October. So that's another full-length album just in French totally different songs they're not translations so wrapping that up wrapping up the garden getting everything ready to plant and uh getting on the road to play some music and see some people i'm so excited <laughs> i can see that and i'm sure that you know if you're listening to this interview check out mimi.ca or social media obviously to find out where she's playing because i'm sure that the show that she's putting on with ryan and anthony is going to be wonderful you definitely want to check that out i wanted to give you a chance before we finish just to talk about you know you mentioned about music and healing and certainly i really connect with it from that point of view because you know on my bad days if i can get into my music usually when i'm out for a walk or something like that i can really turn things around you've mm -hmm. used it in lots of different ways working uh, with workshops with 
youth and, and everything else. And I want to give you a chance just to, to talk about some of the other things you do apart from, you know, making your own music and performing. I always tell people that music is a, a superpower we have as human beings because music is not just for musicians. And I think we often forget that, that it, it's a two-way conversation. And, and I always thought that everybody has access to songwriting, whether you want to be a songwriter or you just want to feel good or express yourself. Songwriting is a great way to do that. And music is always there for us. It's like the bestest friend. So I do workshops with youth. It started before the pandemic, I would go into schools. And then during the two years, I was doing virtual school. So I got to work with youth all over this beautiful country. And now we just get to dive into to songwriting and song creating and talking about how music is healing. Since the pandemic, I think young people have heard those words before, you know, taking care of yourself, expressing yourself, empowering yourself. So I want to be able to share my passion and, and hope that somebody can find healing or find themselves in music. So it's a, usually a one-hour workshop, and we always write a song at the end, and it's, it's a blast. So I just I love doing that. I wish I had somebody to do that with me when I was a youth in school. So I'm just trying to plant the seeds where I can. <laughs> oh, I, I just love that. You know, I have to say, oh, sign me up. Maybe you need yeah. to do workshops for older people, too. Yeah, you know what? I've done it before, and it's fun because everybody has time to play, and we get to to play, you know, with the child inside ourselves or whatever. We get to let go of everything that's happening outside the world and just play and and explore music and singing together. So next time I'm in town, I'll let you know. <laughs> that would that would be wonderful. We're going to finish with another song from the album, and I think this is rather appropriate choice. I always feel pleased when I work out the exact order for the songs in the interview. We're going to play I'm Alive. Tell us about this song. Yeah, this song I've, I've also had for a long time, and it's had so many different variations. I don't know exactly why I wrote this song, but my dad always asked me to write a song about him. He's really funny. Uh, my dad's been my number one supporter since I started mu doing music. And every morning he would wake up singing terribly, I may add. And he would say, every day is a beautiful day to be alive. So I, I heard that my whole life. And looking back now, I'm, I'm wondering if that kind of like, you know, absorbed into me and came out in a song. So I, I think about that. I think about how lucky we are to share this time together. And, you know, life can be challenging sometimes, but it's worth celebrating at the same time. So that's I Am Alive. Perfect way to finish. Mimi Abonzawin, it's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you today. This is Mimi Abonzawin with I'm Alive from her wonderful album Willow. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall. And thanks again. Thank you. Thank you so much.
Hi, this is Lizzie Hoyt, and you are listening to the fabulous Folk Roots Radio with Jan Hall. Enak singer-songwriter Elisipi with Umati Enatasat, her Enaktatat version of Blondie's 1979 hit Heart of Glass, a song that takes her back to dancing wildly as a six-year-old while under her babysitter's supervision. Sounds like they had some great parties when her parents went out. And Elisipi has also done a great Enaktatat version of Cindy Lauper's Time After Time. We'll see if we can't get that into another episode. And that's it. That's all we can squeeze into this hour of the show. And thanks again to all of our radio partners who help us bring Folk Roots Radio to you each week. We'll leave you with Colorado-based singer-songwriter Rebecca Folsom with New Way Home from her latest recording, Sanctuary, an album that's fueled by a deep desire to inspire and transform 
and encourage people to be the change they want to see in the world. I think that's a perfect way to wrap things up. Stay safe and well, everyone. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall. And we'll definitely see you next time. Gotta find a new way of walking on this road A new way to carry this heavy load A step that moves a little lighter Find a sky that's a little brighter Cause the old way's not working anymore Gotta find a new way A new way home Looking for a Gonna find a new